0: hey everybody um this is part two of my testimony and i'm gonna actually get into it now i don't know where i'm gonna stop at but it's probably gonna be another part three but i don't know we'll we'll see how long it is um it might not be that long but okay so, hey y'all, welcome back to What About Us. This is a podcast where I have people here and we speak our truth. And this episode is going to be me speaking my truth about how I came to Christ and just how I was changed and a little bit about that. But yeah, you know, on this podcast, you know, it, we're we're friendly here. You know, we're nice here. This is a no judgment zone. This is, you know, speaking your truth and Speaking it with authority, you know? This is something that people cannot take away. People cannot take away your mouth. Like, you're giving that. Um And some people, you know, like, they can't speak. But still, you got to do what you got to do to speak your truth. Because uh, people will corrupt it. But anyway, let me get into it, y'all. So, okay. So, okay. Basically... Let's start all the way back to, like, I don't even know. like Okay, let's start in kindergarten. So this is just about to be a whole life story because I don't even know how to even start it without giving all the deets. So let's go all the way back to kindergarten. So in kindergarten, I remember I was so scared. Um, I was so scared of my teacher. And I was just scared of people, but I remember that I had liked, I was just like, I like boys, like, in kindergarten. Like, you know how some people, they be like, ew, cooties, cooties. But no, like, I like boys. And I remember this one boy, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but he was like, can I push you on the swing? And I was so scared of doing anything. Like, I was literally scared of swinging um but I remember I liked him because I was like oh he cared about me he want to push me on the swing and I don't know and I don't know why I ever treated boys like they were like objects and to be objectified and um like they weren't human and that was just a problem for me but even in kindergarten I still like boys so Um, I just remember, okay, I'm growing up, I'm growing up, I'm growing up, okay, I'm not as scared anymore, I'm starting to get, you know, friends and stuff like that, so I remember um, I was in, like, third grade, and there's this one boy, and I really liked him, and he was my neighbor, and I remember I brought him a whole ring, it was a little pink ring that I probably won. You know how back in the day they would have like those little quarter machines, and you would like put a quarter in it, and then they would have like little prizes that would come in a little egg or a little plastic container. So basically, it was one of them little plastic rings. Um, and I was like, "Will you marry me?" And he was like, "No, I will not marry you." And I was just like, it was so weird, like how I just was true to him. It was, just, it was another boy, um, and. It was just crazy. Um, and I just remember that as I grew up, um, even in middle school, like he never forgot about that. And uh, I think we even kind of still now have a weird relationship since I really didn't change when I moved. So I was still kind of boy crazy. Uh, but as we fast forward, so we go from third grade, and so now we're going to go to fourth grade fifth grade and sixth grade so in fourth grade same thing you know liking boys um people are starting to get like you know chest now we're starting to gain like bodies and stuff and i'm like oh my gosh i don't have a chest what can i do to grow one and i just remember that like i was like oh my gosh what do i do and i just I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know that it was all going to have its perfect timing. But, yeah, I remember I wanted to look like somebody else at that time. I was still liking boys um, and still kind of being crazy. I remember, though, I hated this one boy. Oh, my gosh. We both hated each other so bad. Um, I don't know if y'all ever saw the show, like, Hey Arnold. But you know how um, Helga... She would be so mean to Arnold, but she actually had a crush on him. So whenever she would go home, she would, like, actually like him. And that's really how it was. Um, I don't think I ever told him that I actually liked him. But, like, he would be, like, calling me a monkey. And I don't think he knew that that was derogatory. But I think he was just trying to, you know, like, we were just picking on each other. But he would be, like, calling me a monkey. I didn't know it was derogatory either, but... Um, I would just be calling him names and he'd be calling me a monkey and he would be, you know, saying all of this stuff. Um, and we would just go at each other, you know, and that went on for a lot of years because I think because both of our last name initials are basically the same. So I think they put us in a lot of classes together. Um, I just remember like I actually liked him, but I was so mean to him and he was mean to me, too. Um, but that was another boy. So here we go again with the boys. Okay. So that was that, but actually in the future, we did end up getting, you know, like closer and stuff. And I took pictures and stuff with him before I moved, but yeah, but okay. So fifth grade, summer fifth grade, I got my period. Oh my gosh. That was so bad. Like, I just remember, I was literally bleeding in every class. I was so scared to um tell my mom to buy me pads, like I would just walk around pants, blood in it. I would literally get up out of my chair, and you know how when you sit for so long and then it's like when I got up, there would be blood like on the chair, I would try to wipe it off of my jacket or something like I was just a mess, and I was so scared. And I don't ever know where that fear came from, but I remember I was so scared. I, w- I would just be scared of stuff. Um, yeah, and I remember, like, one thing when I was younger is I couldn't wait to be taller. I couldn't wait to be bigger. I couldn't wait to go to high school. I thought it was for such big kids. And here I am, five foot, going to graduate in two years. And literally, I'm still the same height. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so bad. But I just I really thought I was gonna be taller and bigger and stuff, but I'm proud of who I am though. I think I think I came in a really long way and I and I know I'm gonna to continue to grow and become better. But yeah, so that was that. So basically I got my period and stuff. I was embarrassing. Um and I just wish like a a teacher would have helped me or had a talk with me or anything, but they literally like let me walk around like that. like, And nobody really knew about a period yet because we were all super young. So I don't know if anybody had theirs yet or anything, but I was just so nervous. The whole thing made me uncomfortable. Uh, and keep in mind, like, I was so pure. I was such a pure child. Um, I I didn't even have anybody growing up with me. My brother wasn't born until I was six. So he might have been like two or three five or something so he was little he's still little now um so basically I was like on it like on my own and I never really hung out with people I don't remember ever having any play dates so I was super duper innocent um super naive and sometimes I can still be like that which is not good but I've just, I've always grown very, very sheltered and stuff. So, of course, I didn't know anything. So, just keep that in mind. Very innocent, um, stuff like that. So, okay, so that's fifth grade. But sixth grade is when it's, everything starts getting crazy. So, in sixth grade, people are like starting to have boyfriends. I'm starting to like boys, like actually like boys. Um, but not really actually like. Not having, like, feelings or anything, but just liking boys. Like, I think that they're cute or whatever. And I remember there's this one boy, and he was African-American. And I remember thinking, um, I have to be with somebody black. And I remember he was so mean. He took this picture of me that I had posted on my Musical.ly because back in the day, we didn't have TikTok. We had Musical.ly. And he took it and he put an eggplant in my mouth and he posted it on his story. And he just wrote this big, long paragraph talking about, look at you with your Pepto-Bismol head looking um, A-word and just saying all of this stuff. And I just wanted to cry because I can't believe that somebody would do that um, and be so colorist because he did all of that. And instead of him liking me or instead of him just saying, no, I don't like you, he actually went and I think dated this other girl who was mixed, but she looked white. But since I'm a darker complexion, when I liked him, you know, that really hurt me. But there was this white guy and I was thinking, what? this is a thing like I didn't know that you could actually be with somebody who didn't look like you. And I remember he liked me, but he was just nasty. And I remember I was in third grade and he was like, come here, come here. And I was like, okay. So I went and we were like sitting in the grass. Um, Like he was in front of me and then I was like, um, like, what is it diagonal? Like when somebody sits in front of you and y'all like turned in the same direction, kind of like when you on a date, they have like that table and then like one person on the other side and like you on the other side. So like that. So he was like, come here. And he was like, okay, if you show me your private, I'll show you my private. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, if you show me right now, I'll show you. (laughs) I just can't believe I'm saying this, but I was so serious. This is really what happened. And he was like, I will show you my private. I was like, ew, you are so nasty. And then I ran away. And then my dad came like at that exact moment to come pick me up, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, what is wrong with him?" And I was that same boy in the sixth grade who um, who was liking me, and I was, and I still remember that. And I was like, "Mm mm." So yeah, and my feelings was hurt though because of that black guy. but I just pretended that I liked him, and he and he literally asked the teacher. He was like, I like her and I want to sit by her. He actually sat by me um, when she made the assigned seats. And she was like, the teacher was like, I know you're a sweet girl. Please sit by him. He really wants to sit by you. He really likes you. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was just being so weird and just nasty while I was sitting by him. And at the time, um, I I don't know, like, I was, I was kind of innocent, um, some stuff on YouTube I would watch, it wasn't really appropriate, I don't remember it a lot, um, but I really didn't know anything, so I really didn't know it was inappropriate, but now I know that that's, like, bad, um, but yeah, so, we end up, like, liking each other oh well, I don't I never like him but like not no oh my gosh not that so I said the wrong thing so we end up sitting by each other and he ends up liking this other girl and I was like oh dang like he don't like me no more I was like kind of like I still got to sit by him and he over here talking to this other girl and he feels some type of way but I really didn't like him anyway so it was like mm, oh well um, but, like, we're little. Like, I think only, like, 11 and 6th grade. So, it's, like, we're little. But, um, in 6th grade, it's, like, later on in the year, I realized that, like, we're, like, forming little cliques. And, like, people are trying to figure out who they are, who they are, and who they're going to sit by. And I remember, like, there was this group of girls, and they wouldn't include me. Um, They would say, oh, no, Camille, you're too young for this conversation, or you're not going to understand what we're talking about. And it just made me feel so left out. Um, And this one time I went to this club, it was called Drama Club. And before we actually started the acting, we were just in the classroom talking. And this one girl was talking about something with a boy. Um, And she said the word come. And I said, I don't know what come is. What is that? Uh, And they were like all laughing at me. I was so embarrassed. Uh, I was so, so, so embarrassed because I didn't know what they were talking about. I think they might have been talking about like sex or something. I don't know, but I didn't know what anything meant. I didn't know what anything was at the time. But I just remember that people, they just kept. Um, leaving me out and they kept saying that I was so young so I remember I went home and I looked up what that is Um, but of course I didn't spell it right because I think they told me how to spell it but it was just like oh my gosh it was so bad Um, what came up I remember there was all these like informational educational videos coming up and then there's also like porn coming up I didn't know what porn was at the time, either. Um, but basically, that lesson, what I know now is, um, but, but how I felt in the moment was, I care so much about the validation of others that I started to watch things. I started to look up things. I started to become addicted to what I was seeing. I didn't even, like, child, I didn't know anything, like, I even have no desire to even look at any person naked or look at any whatever demonic. I don't even remember what that stuff was, but I just remember it was just horrible, disgusting. Um, but it's so addicting because it has spirits in it. You know, once stuff gets into your subconscious mind, and once you keep looking at stuff for so long, I mean, that becomes who you are. That becomes what you crave after a while. So, like, I remember. That, like, I learned all this stuff. I looked up all this stuff. um, And I came to school, like, the next day. And I was like, I know what this is. I was, like, cussing. I was saying all these bad words. I was watching these videos. I was trying to prove to people that, like, no, I am old enough. Um, And I remember all they did was they said the exact same thing. They pushed me away. They said, "No, um, you can't be in our squad. Um, you know. And what I realize now is that there's no reason for you to ever feel like you have to do something to receive validation from others. Because all if I wouldn't have never cared so much about what those people were saying or about validation, or about just having friends with those specific people um, and just being myself, then I wouldn't have been addicted to what I was watching. And um, I'm going to get back to that um, as the story goes on. But, yeah. So I just realized that there's a time and a place, and sometimes you just got to be alone. I mean, people will actually mess you up. I remember those that group of girls like they they talked about people they made fun of people and I've always been the person to befriend anybody I always tried to be friends with people who didn't have very many friends or who were looked at as nerds or who were looked at as different because maybe they were Asian maybe they dressed differently maybe you know they came from a different home circumstance but all that group of girls did was talk about people and You know, they just didn't include me and stuff. And I felt left out. Um, And, you know, there was this girl who I actually wanted to be her friend. I wanted to be nice to her. But all because people would laugh with me and people would include me at that moment. if I just would have made fun of her, I did make fun of her. And when she had a birthday party, she didn't invite me. She hated me. She didn't like me at all, all because I just wasn't being myself. I was acting like somebody else just so I could just be their friend because I I put my worth in other people. just like how I liked the boy. I was so sad all because the boy didn't like me. I didn't know my worth. I didn't know my value. I, I thought that my value was in boys. If a boy didn't like me, I'm sad about that. If I couldn't be in the group, I'm sad about that. If I have to be alone, I'm sad about that. Like, And it's so stupid now because of how much I've grown. <sighs> oh, my gosh. But, like, people don't know that little things like that will cause you to be suicidal, grow an addiction, um, you know, mess up your mind, and just all type of stuff like that. Let me fast forward. So I'm in seventh grade now. Okay, now they're like another boy. The problem with boys is so bad. Like actually saying it out loud. Oh my gosh. But there was a boy. This is such a sad story. But there's a boy. And I can't say his name because I didn't ask him. I didn't tell nobody else about to make this. But there was a boy. And he was a year older than me, so I was in 7th grade, and he was in 8th grade. And I remember we both liked the same rapper Logic. And I was, I just thought it was so cool that there was a person who liked the same music as me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember, um, we had, like, the same shirt and stuff. And, like, I told everybody, like, I like him, I like him, and, um like we actually were going to become friends he was like oh yeah like I'll give you my hoodie we were like you know talking and actually going to become friends but then rumors started um people were started saying like inappropriate stuff and um I said something inappropriate and then that spread it and then you know how like You say one thing, then the person will mishear it or twist it, and then it just turns to something completely different. Um, And that's what happens with that. And I just remember, like, even in my 8th grade year when he was a freshman, people were still talking about, like, oh, look, there he is. He doesn't have a shirt on. Oh, my gosh. Like, and I literally forgot all about him. But I played right into it, and it was like, oh, my gosh, yes, where is he at? Where is he at? Because my mind automatically switched to, you know, boys. But I wasn't even thinking about that boy. I had, like, the whole nother boy at that time. Um, And it was just obsessive. And I know that that made him so uncomfortable. That made um, him probably feel like, oh, my gosh. Like, everybody knows about this. Everybody is talking to me about her. Um, And actually, this year, 2021... This happened so long ago. This happened like five, four years ago. He's like, he's a senior now, senior in high school. And this happened um, when he was in eighth grade. But he's going to be a senior in the fall. Um, and I wrote him this super long paragraph. Like, actually, the way that I was acting about him um, actually made him lose his girlfriend at the time that he really liked. Um, all because of my stupid behavior towards him. And I just felt so bad for that. I realized I never apologized to him. So every single boy that I had acted like that towards, obsessive, um, crazy, um, it was so bad. Like, my seventh grade year was so bad with that one boy. And then the next year, I was in—well, let, let me get back to what, I, what happened— So in 2021, when I texted the boy, I wrote him a long paragraph. I was like, I'm so sorry. Um, And I actually said what I was sorry for. And he responded with, um, I forgive you, but I'm not going to be cool with you. And that made me so hurt. and I don't think I'm going to ever forget it. Because basically what he's saying is, that hurt me so much that I'm not... I can't even be your friend because what you did was so unacceptable. And that really hurt my, my feelings. Um, but I but that, I mean, that's how much I was hurting him. Um, all because the same thing. I cared about what other people were saying. Since people had just like people just kept talking about, people kept on telling me about him, and I literally was not thinking about him, but instead of me saying I don't like him anymore, I just kept, you know, going with it, and even to this day, people will still send me, like, you know how they will, you know how, like, when you post something, it'll come back up that same day, like, a year later, or two years later, or three years later, whatever, so people will still, like, send me stuff of just me being obsessive over boys, and, like, every year, it was, like, four or five guys, different guys, over the summer, it's a different guy, because I, that's where I literally put my worth, I wasn't happy, unless I knew that a boy liked me, um, so, so, like, okay, I'm in seventh grade right now, so, like, I'm liking boys, I, I like this boy that people are clearly telling me about, but there's other boys that I like, it's not just him, but for some reason, him is, like, so hyped up, and, everything and like over the summer I meet these boys when I go to my grandma's house and like they like me and I remember like it was like 10 boys that all live on the same street and they all sat on my grandma's porch and they all were talking to me like at one time and my grandma came outside she was like what are all these boys doing at my house go home and all of this it was so crazy how like all these boys like me um and I go to a predominantly white school, so like really people didn't like me at the school where I went to, but when I went to a predominantly black neighborhood, it was like out of control. It was all these boys that like me. I remember I went to the park and I remember I was like playing this game and I was like, um, like what is a thumb called? And they're like, a thumb and then I was like, No, it's called a numb and then they were like literally saying it was a numb just because they thought I was pretty or they just wanted me to give them a high five or something and it was crazy it was like every boy at the park thought I was pretty um and then I remember um when I got into 8th grade it was the same thing I remember I had an art teacher um Well, when I actually got into 8th grade, I I did get filled with the Holy Spirit. But I remember I was still bad. I listened to horrible music. um, Very sexual music. Very, like, ratchet music. Just ghetto, uh, horrible stuff. Um, I still didn't know my worth. I still found validation in boys and stuff. And um, I remember my teacher one day... I would literally walk around the classroom and just mess with all the boys in the class. Like, I would flirt with them. I would say just anything. I don't even remember what I was even doing, but all I know is that it was making them uncomfortable. Like, I don't know, I would, like, touch their shoulder or, like, try to hold their hand or anything just stupid. Um, And I remember this one boy was like, I want to get a restraining order on her. The teacher was like, okay, stop sitting by him. You can't sit by him. Go sit down in your seat. Um at one point this kept going on. The teacher actually said I was promiscuous, and she was like, You call yourself a Christian, but look at how you act. Um and, and she was just like, You're you're so promiscuous, and basically that is like, oh my gosh. And I don't think I'm gonna ever forget what she said. And Oh my gosh, it was so bad. And it was just crazy. Like, I just, I was just lying about all the stuff that I had done because I just thought that that made me cool. I really thought that more people would like me, but I just realized that that just made me look crazy. It made me look dumb. It made me look like I didn't know my worth because I didn't. Uh, I remember there was this boy who had asked me out and um, he was my little boyfriend at the time and I was 13 years old Um, and I remember he asked me out and I actually thought, thought he was cute I thought he was nice I really still didn't you know know anything about boys or anything and he completely changed in the relationship um, not that we knew anything about what our relationship was at 13, but it was so bad. Um, I remember like we, we had like a field trip and we went to see a movie. We were like watching a movie. I remember what movie it was, but, um, I remember like we sat by each other and, um, he tried to kiss me we were watching the movie and um i never kissed nobody before like of course i'm like a little kid but anyway i was 13 and i remember like he got yelled at i remember he kept on like touching my leg the whole time um and i was wondering like what is he doing like why is he touching my leg and I, I couldn't even watch the movie because he just kept on doing it. I couldn't, like, yell or say anything. So, I just, like, sat there. Um, He just, like, kept touching my leg. Then the movie was over. He was, like, talking to me. I sat by him again. Um, we were just talking. And, like, whenever we would be in class if I didn't sit by him, he would start crying, or he would be mad or something, and I was like, okay, I'll sit by you, but you better not, like, touch me or anything, basically is what I was saying, um, and literally, like, he kept doing it, he kept doing it, he kept doing it, um, and it feels good, I had never really, like, felt any type of pleasure, any type of anything like that, um but I just knew that it was just wrong and it just made me uncomfortable um, and people would get mad at me for not sitting by him and I just I literally would pray can the teacher please tell him to stop and I knew that everybody in the class knew he was doing it everybody in the class knew he was touching me like, and nobody ever said anything I remember when, like, he was touching me. He would, like, ask me, like, every single day, like, can I put my hand on your pants? Can I put my hand on your pants? Like, he would keep asking me every single day. And I just kept saying no. I kept saying no. Um, one day he, like, kissed my neck and stuff. And it felt, like, good, but, like, we're at school, so it's, like, it's not like people can't see it, um, it was just so, it made me so, so, so uncomfortable, I just know I was so uncomfortable, and, like, one day the teacher was, like, would you like to stand? And he didn't say anything more than that, he was just, like, would you like to stand? And I was, like, Yes. I was like, yes, I will stand up for the rest of this class because I couldn't take sitting by him. Um, and I remember, like, that's all he would do. We we didn't have no other classes with each other except for, like, eighth period. Um, and I remember, like, we sat by each other, and that's all he would do. He wouldn't text me. He wouldn't talk to me no other time in the hallways or throughout the day that's all he would do is touch me and then that's it he wouldn't call me and um I just never told anybody about it but it really it made me very suicidal at the time um I didn't know Jesus at the time and it was just oh my gosh it was so bad And I hope y'all are still listening. Because I know this is getting long. But like it was so so bad. Like. mm Mm-mm. And I just want to tell anybody out there. Like if you're in an abusive relationship. Or a toxic relationship. Or anybody's making you uncomfortable. You need to leave it. Because that person clearly they need the Lord. They don't. They're hurt. And they need somebody to love them correctly. If they think that that is what love is. But. I mean, it was so bad, like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, like, I'm supposed to be sharing my testimony, but all of these, like, events, like, the Lord really set me free, so, like, that was my third grade like, it was boys, it was just me being obsessive me being suicidal, me being addicted to inappropriate videos, um, I don't even know if, if what pornography really is, like, the definition of it, but I think it's just anybody, like, nude or anything, or anything sexual, I don't really know, and I don't want to know, um, but I think that was what it was, it was just inappropriate, um, just nasty stuff, uh, yeah, it was so bad, and I just, literally, I was addicted to that stuff all because a girl wouldn't include me in her group, or all because people laughed at me, um, and I told them that, I told the people who, like, I didn't tell the girl, I never told the girl how she affected me, I know she would be really sad. I told the guy that I was just talking about who kept touching me and he was just like, oh okay. He didn't care. Um and that's how people show up, like learn how people show up and watch people and watch people's character. Because that they like um who is it that said it? Um once somebody shows you who they really are, believe them. Um oh my gosh, I forgot her name. But, yeah, just look it up. Y'all will be able to find it. But, like, that's just who people are. Like, and that's how they show up. Like, they really will not care. Like, I told him, like, you made me suicidal because you kept touching me. And I just felt like I was an object. I felt like I was a sex toy. And you just kept touching me. And he didn't care because that's how people show up. And that's why I'm about to start working a job. And I'm literally scared of men. Because there's literally been so many people who are just creeps, weirdos, and they're just perverted, all because they watch porn, and because they've been abused, and it's just a horrible cycle, and I wish people would just speak up more about it, like how I'm doing, and share their testimony, and share what helps them. I remember I was watching those nasty videos. I remember I was obsessing with boys. I I was like, like, cursing and all that was just horrible. So I remember the Lord told me, the Lord spoke to me one day, Like, he literally spoke. I knew that it was the Lord. He was speaking through my pastor. I remember the pastor was looking right at me. And he said, you don't have to do anything. He said, you do not have to do that. You don't have to do it. Because I kept telling myself, I have to do this or they're not going to like me. I have to do this or I'm not going to be accepted. And I remember the pastor was looking right at me, and nobody knew. There were there were tons of people in front of me standing up, clapping their hands. But that pastor's eyes looked right at me, and I knew it was the Lord. And I and I was not filled with the Holy Spirit this time. This was this is back. This is going back. I was just in the present when I was not in the present, but I was just talking about when I was in eighth grade and I was 13. This it was like when I was 11, 12. And I was actually watching it, um, back when I was in sixth grade. That's when it started. Um, but I forgot to include that. <laughs> oh, because my bad. But like I hope y'all really listen to this for real. But um what had happened was like he just spoke to me and he said you don't have to do it and as soon as I heard that I made up in my mind, I said I'm I will never i'm never looking at that anymore um i'm never um talking to people online like that was another thing too like i would just like message random people like there was an app called kick i don't know if they even have that anymore because it was long ago um but there was an app called kick where you could just like talk to random people and my friend had got it so she could talk to her friend or whatever. And I had never took it off my phone. People would, like, message me and they would, like, it's just, like, a nasty website for, like, people who are, like, just being nasty and gross. Um, and I remember I had it and I would just act like I was a boy or I would act like I was 32 or I would act like I was older and I was really only 11. Um, and I deleted it and I deleted the, the other stuff and I just, I just stopped doing all of that. I was addicted to it. I was addicted to talking to those people. I would wake up in the morning and I would think about talking to random people. Having random conversations and then believing I was somebody else. And I bet that actually kind of hurt them. Um, and, I'm, and I'll pray for those people because look how we grown people. But do definitely need deliverance. Uh, but I stopped watching like an inappropriate stuff. Whether it's YouTube, um, porn, or whatever I was watching. I mean, I just stopped. The Lord was like, it is done. And that's really how I got set free from that. Um, but that's only the very normal of my testimony. Because at that time, the Lord spoke to me, but I still didn't know him. I still wasn't reading my word. I, I really knew how to pray. I wasn't I wasn't praying. I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit yet. I, I didn't even know what the Holy Spirit was. I didn't know what anything was. Um, I just didn't know anything. And when I was suicidal, back when I was 13, I brought a knife into my room. Um, Only my mom knows about this, but... It's so crazy how all of this happened when I was so young. So I can't imagine what other generations are going to go through. Because this world is so horrible. But people, it's so so important that you really guard what you're putting in. You really watch people, and you know your worth, and you don't let your worth be determined by other people, and um, you you make sure you listen to your parents, you make sure that you stick with the right crowd, because this definitely, you know, comes from a lack of that, so, yeah, but basically, um, I brought a knife to my room, and I was just taking pictures, I was sending it to the boy that I told you kept touching me. And I basically just wanted, like, pity. I wanted him to say, no, don't do it. I wanted him to talk to me because he never did. Um, all he did was just he actually tried to have sex with me. Um, he was, like, he was trying to do something sneaky, like, oh, the person have to know, like, something. Like, it was just weird. I was like, I'm not doing that. But he was like, no, do it, do it. And I was like, no, What? Um, he just was acting out of control, but anyway, it was because of the porn. You literally that stuff is it perverts your mind. You're literally causing someone to be suicidal, causing somebody to hurt themselves, um, causing somebody to want to die, causing somebody to be uncomfortable, and all you care about is yourself because you can't even think because of what you're putting into your mind. Like literally, look at you. Like you can't even think. You can't even think. Sure you can't even have a sound mind because all you're thinking about is a world that's fake, a world that's demonic, and you're just letting spirits control you because that's all it is. You really have to watch what is in what what is in what you're watching, what it is that that you're listening to, and how that's affecting you because that's just out of control. How are you just treating somebody like that but anyway, so that was that, and I went through all of that, my mom, you know we prayed together and It was so beautiful and I was so ashamed of that because I just know that that was just the devil and all I had to do was just learn how to say no. I never knew how to say no. I've never been in that situation. I actually took a class while I was with the guy um, and actually wanted to break down and cry because I knew that it was toxic and I was just so, so scared. And I think the common thing I'm seeing is fear. And I think that was just something that, you know, you just can't be scared. You really have to trust God because so many fears that I was creating in my mind got me into so much trouble. And even as I go on, but this is starting to get pretty long and I haven't even got to my breakthrough or how God opened up my eyes. So, but yeah, and and I know that there's so many people who this message can really bless because I am so young. And a lot of people think, like, young people aren't reliable or or that, like, we're not a good source to listen to we don't need to be listened to. But this podcast is for speaking your truth. And I will speak my truth. I know that there's too many people who have porn addictions. There's too many people who are suicidal, who are depressed, who, are, who need to know their worth and who need to know that they are loved, they're cared for, that they have a purpose. And it's really, really urgent. People need it. This is something that is needed, and there's no reason for me to keep it to myself. There's no reason for me to be embarrassed or ashamed because we're all human. And and this is something that the Lord let happen to me, that I would be changed, that I would be set free, and that I could also help others by sharing my testimony. So this is part two of my testimony, and I really hope that you guys please 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 listen to it like I know it might be boring um thinking about uploading it to YouTube so you can see my face I think that'll really help um with people watching it for this long but there's so many parts that I haven't even got to but I know that so many young girls are just struggling with their worth and even women um with men and boyfriends and there's all types of stuff because this world is so sexualized this world is so fleeting it's so sinful all of this stuff is being normalized and nobody's talking about you know stuff that really matters and um how it feels to have an anxiety attack in class and and like just how it feels to really feel worthless and just you know and all I can tell you is that, like, when the Lord spoke to me, He spoke to me, child. And I, and like, when I told you I never did it again, I never did it again. Because if, because if it wasn't Him, and it's only two people, it either was the devil or Him, and the devil wouldn't have told me to stop. So I just, the Lord has, it's another time when the Lord has done this too, and I will talk about it in my part too, but the Bible says, the day that you hear my voice heart and not your heart and I really believe that the Lord is going to give me the desires of my heart when if I continue to like myself in Him. He knows that I desire a husband. I desire to have children. I desire to be successful. I desire to have a lot of money. I desire to I just I, I desire so much and I'm just so thankful I can speak it openly. But anyway, y'all, so that was part two. And I just hope you guys listen to it. And I hope it really blesses somebody. Bye-bye.